The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Adam Carricker on The Ticket. It is time for the People's Segment. Your questions, your comments, your concerns. And in case you were ever wondering what people do, as my son just noticed, during a commercial break at a radio station, you know what we do? We go eat wings. Brashawn Jackson takes my son out to the curb and teaches him a couple of footwork drills. We argue about, about whether he wanted to hit as a fullback or not, which is why he went to tight end. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... Rico, you got some questions for the people segment? I do have a couple questions. So, Notorious B.I.B. has a question asking, uh, Adam, can we beat Michigan by winning a turnover battle and stopping their running game tomorrow? I think the only way we beat Michigan is by winning the turnover battle. If if we lose it, no. If we draw even, no. We have to win by at least two turnovers. We have to take possessions from them. We have to gain extra possessions. And most importantly, we have to give our offense a short field. And, and, no, if we don't stop their run game, we've got no chance. We have to stop their run game, or at least contain it. I don't know if you're going to completely stop. You got to contain it. You got to win the turnover battle, and you've got to find a way offensively. Okay, whether it's a couple of deep balls, whether it's a trick player too, you got to remain true to your identity. But you got to find a way to keep them off balance just a smidge. Jacob, the Michigan Benedict Arnold. What do you got, my friend? Well, I think you got to do everything. Do you know right? who Benedict Arnold is? No, I have no clue. Okay, don't worry about it. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I thought maybe you didn't register. Just, go ahead. I assume it's not great if you're calling me that. Betrayer. Go ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> if, if you got if Nebraska to beat Michigan, they have to do everything right. They have to win the turnover battle, win everything. They, the offense has to play like great. The defense has to match Michigan's, if not do better. Like they have to win everything because Michigan is just they're really really good and they have been for a while. So they're just gonna have to do everything right, and it's gonna have to be just a true full upset, and you're just gonna have to beat Michigan toe to toe. Rico, thoughts? Like if you stop Michigan's running game and you win a turnover battle, if you do that against anybody, you really have a really good chance of winning the game. Problem is, Michigan throws for damn near 300 yards a game, and J.J. McCarthy is really good. Their wide receivers, their tight ends are really good. So even if you shut down their running game, Nebraska's passing defense has been slightly suspect this mm-hmm. season. So if they want to air it out against you, based on what we've seen in the first four games, they're going to be able to. And they can win that way, and they'd be more than happy winning that way. You guys aren't giving me a lot of hope. Like, what's your score prediction? Then? I know you okay. gave it earlier. Give I'm, it again. I'm biased. I said 21-3, to three, okay. even though like you two are probably biased towards the Huskers. I'm probably biased the other way. 
So I don't know how, like, I'm not going to give you a lot of hope, so it's up to him or it's, or it's yourself. I well, said 24-10. What do you got, Rico? I'm not helping you at all. 31-21 <laughs> Michigan. Ooh, that's okay. Ooh, that's okay, closer. Okay. All right. We're covering at least. Like, my thing is I've been so positive for so many years that last year and this year, I'm just like, until I actually see something that gives me more reason to believe that this team has taken the next step, I'm going to try and be as realistic as possible. You're facing the number two team in the nation, and you're two and two. You lost to a Minnesota team that just lost to Northwestern. You lost to a Colorado team that just got blanked by a really good Oregon team, but still, like, they I don't know. I don't know. They could have right. dropped 80. Oregon could have dropped 80 yeah, if they definitely. wanted to. If they wanted definitely. to, that's yeah. for sure. All right, what do we got next, Rico? Uh, I have a question for Jacob, right. actually. Oh, okay. So you play football, right? Yes, yeah, correct. Play, yeah. So let's say a couple years from now, you're going through the recruiting process yourself. Okay. Nebraska's got a scholarship offer on the table. Michigan's got a scholarship table offer on the table. Those are your top two teams. I, I, I like Michigan better. I got to go with them. Plus, I mean, like, how, how good are Nebraska and Michigan, say, like, four or five years from now? Let's like say... Uh, well, That's a good well, question. Yeah, I know. Let's say... Let's go with this. Um, Harbaugh finally stops, you know, dragging his feet. He goes off to the NFL. Michigan's still a top 10 team in the nation because it's Michigan. They should be up there. Mm-hmm. Nebraska... Not back to prominence, but back to winning nine, nine games. games. Yes, I think I still got to go with Michigan. It's it's kind of my dream to go there, if I'm being honest. So, I, so you know what he just told me? He's told me this last time we were here, okay, mm-hmm. and today. He goes, Dad, I love it here in Lincoln, Nebraska. I don't want to leave. That is literally what he just told me mm-hmm. during the commercial break after doing yeah. <laughs> speed footwork drills yeah. with the <laughs> Jackson. I but, do, but still, like Michigan's just a dream, man. I took that as a good sign. Oh, is Virginia third then? Probably, probably. So we lived in Ashburn, Virginia yeah. when I played for the Skins for yeah. years. And his sister was born in Ashburn, so we have ties there. I don't know if I really like um, Virginia and that, that football team. Yeah, they're they're they, very good. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's not going to be up there in football, but, like, baseball or something like that, maybe. But good luck, find, good luck finding your way yeah. home. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OG Less in Lancaster asks, uh, I just want to know, when is Adam taking the straps off Roman Reigns? Oh, oh dude, boy. that might be my favorite question I have ever heard. All right, so Jacob Roman Reigns has been the WWE champ. Yeah, I know who over that is. a thousand days, setting records, whatnot. You know, Roman keeps ducking me. Uh, every time I call or I see him face to face, he just turns and runs the other way. Tucks his. T- I don't know what's going on. So, in all honesty, are you being serious? I'm a celibate. This is oh, true. Man. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. No, We've discussed this many I don't times. know what's going on. No, yeah, don't worry about it. I don't just know let what's it going go. On. So here is a true story, and actually, DP's first introduction to me—I don't know that we formally met—but was my fourth and paint show years ago when I lived in Ashburn with Chuck Carroll, who was my first guest ever on this show. If you might remember, he came on mm-hmm. that day months ago. And we actually interviewed Roman. Now, he wasn't Roman Reigns at that point in time. He was Roman Reigns, part of the shield with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose at the time. And it it blew my mind because he knew who I was. And I'm like, why do you know who I am? I had no idea he played at Georgia Tech. I had no idea he was a defensive lineman, all ACC. And actually, the Usos, his cousins, you know, played a little bit of college ball as well. Not Power 5 or anything, but they played. And so it was kind of cool because he remembered me. He was drafted or he came out of the NFL a year after I did. So we kind of related on that level, a football level. Um, now, I have no idea if he still remembers who I am. But once upon a time, Roman <laughs> Reigns knew who I was. So Perfect. All right. Two more questions for you guys. Um, Longsker, which is just a terrible name. They're, yeah. they're a Texas fan. That's and a, a Nebraska. mixture. I don't get it. That's, don't that's get abominable. Um, Ask, who looks the best between Ohio State? Michigan or Penn State? I know this is a perfect question for you because you're doing the Big Ten show as well. Penn State looks the best so far. And and again, I'm curious to see what Michigan looks like tomorrow. They haven't had to do anything so far. They might not need to. 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they might not need to turn it on tomorrow. So, th- all right. Well, I was with you until you said that. <laughs> I, I seriously, <laughs> you, I seriously don't know how you're getting home. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Oh, I don't even know how you're going to get to the right. airport. No, I don't know. You can respond next. All right. Penn State has looked the best. Ohio State has the best win. Michigan probably is the best team. But, you know, again, if Notre Dame plays with 11 players, I think Notre Dame wins that game. It is part of the game. They had no timeouts to call. And the, the Irish's head coach even said, I wasn't going to call the timeout because I didn't want to risk the penalty. I didn't want to move it closer. I didn't want to give him a bonus play. That's part of the game. Unfortunately, Ohio State does have the best win. Their quarterback is not great, but man, he was clutch in clutch time. And you got to give him kudos for that. Michigan coming in looked like the best team so far. Penn State has been the best team. And they really imp- – oh, man, I'm going to talk about Penn State's defense when they just played Iowa. I was going to say they really impressed me last Saturday. <laughs> But there's been multiple games this year where their defense has forced three, four, or five turnovers. Like, their defense is almost as explosive in a weird way as that sounds as their offense. I really like Penn State. I can't put them above Michigan yet because I haven't seen Michigan tested at all. But that's my thoughts. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's kind of hard right now. Like, Michigan hasn't been tested. You got Ohio State. That game was Notre Dame was a dogfight. But Notre Dame's still, I think, outside of the top ten. I think they were like nine or six, something like that. So they're outside the top five. They, they were outside the top ten, I think, after the loss to Ohio State. I think Notre Dame should have won that game. So I think Ohio State's third. I think Penn State played a decent Iowa team with a bad offense and a good defense, and they dropped 31. So that's good versus that defense. I think they're good, not great. And I'm just biased to Michigan, so I'm going to put them at one. And we don't really know what this Michigan team can do because they haven't had to do it. I don't think they're going to have to do it tomorrow. Mm. You keep saying that. Man, I'm gonna keep he's saying just like it. poking the bear. Yeah. He thinks I'm not serious. He's just like, hey, hey. If I call mom and say, hey, here's what he said, she'll be like, leave him in Lincoln. And, 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 and it'll happen. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. My question for Rico. Is okay. there anybody from the West that's even in this conversation? No. No? Okay, no. I didn't think so. No. You call it the weakest division in football. It is. I was yeah. thinking, I, I before the season, picked Illinois to win the West. Okay. Um, just thinking what Brett Bielma's done and how that Illinois team looked last year. Yeah. They lost a lot more pieces than I thought they did. Yep. They don't look like the same Illinois team. Um, I still think they're strong enough to win the West, but as weird as it sounds after I was, you know, put, punching down for a while or, you know, trying to push people away from it, Wisconsin looks really good. I, I didn't want to admit it because I was like, look, Luke Fickle's in his first year at Wisconsin too, but, you know, that one year of coaching at Ohio State in the Big Ten must have gotten him ready to face some Big Ten talent. So They don't have a quarterback they can trust yet there, no. okay? But they've still got two beasts at running back, Thunder and Lightning, and they can still run the ball, and they can still play defense, and the West still absolutely sucks as a division. That is totally true. All right, last question, and this one is mostly for you, but I'll turn okay. it around a little bit on you as well. Uh, so question for Jacob from Matthew and Hickman. Do you have a favorite game from your dad's playing days? And Adam... Your favorite moment from your playing days? Uh, I haven't seen a lot of my dad's games. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really have one because I just I just haven't seen any of them. In fairness, I haven't watched a bunch with him. It's just it's kind of weird to sit down and watch old games of yourself. I think so. I just haven't done that a lot uh, with him. Uh, as far as my favorite moments, I mean, there's a lot of moments. You know, when we beat a And M down there to win the Big Twelve North Championship. Uh, the comeback versus Michigan in the Alamo Bowl when they were heavily favored, dominating uh, a, a classless, and at the, at the time, I don't know what they are now, but a classless Michigan State team that we just dominated. It was only 17-3, to but they couldn't move the ball um, the length of their foot uh, they in that Alamo Bowl. Fights? Dude, they tried to pick fights before the game, in the hallway, after the game. They were so classless. I well, don't know what they are now. Well, two years ago, 
They 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 uh, or one last year, year. One or two, last year they picked that fight with the Michigan player in the tunnel at Michigan State. At Michigan, at Michigan, yeah, at the Michigan, yeah. Um, the Colorado game mostly because it was Colorado, but it was my last game in Memorial Stadium. And something most people don't know is I didn't leave that field for an hour to two hours after the game because I knew it was my last time as a player. And that uh, we won, so that was great. Um, I had a sack or two that game, so that was awesome. But for me, what stood out was, man, this was my lifelong dream. It actually somehow freaking came true. Uh, I actually earned a black shirt, which was amazing. And this is the last time I'll ever get to walk off the field wearing these pads. So those are the moments that kind of stick out to me. That's heavy. That's a good one. <laughs> it yeah, is that's, a good, that's a good one. Right that's, that's, that's a good one right there. That's that's that, I had to let that one breathe for a yeah. second. I appreciate that it, Rico. That was a good one. Well, thanks for coming in. Yes, and We always. finally finally get to meet face-to-face. Finally yes. get to do the show together. Yes. So it was a blast. And uh, have fun meeting uh, Rule today. Yeah, I'm going to go chat with Rule here in a little bit. Jacob's going to... Chat with Rule a little bit as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I despite... Don't know I should let Jacob talk with Rule. Oh, you make a phenomenal point. You know what's funny? He So he's actually a Detroit Tigers fan. Okay. okay. And he had a Detroit... Well, you changed your hat to the yeah. ticket. Great hat. But he had a Detroit Tigers hat on. I'm like, Jacob, we're going to go meet the University of Nebraska's head football coach. Take that hat off and put a Nebraska hat on. And so that's what he was wearing. He's got a Nebraska shirt on right now. Though anyway, so... Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, despite what these naysayers have to say, although Rico said we only lose by 10, and we put up 21 points, yeah. that's the most shocking See? part to me. I said 17. Yes. So yes, it's yes. not horrible. No. Despite what they say, go Big Red. And always remember... To throw the bounds. That camera right there. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.